0: What's up Rock Church? Come on, clap your hands, clap your hands, if you're excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning, good to see everybody. Uh, I wanna welcome everyone to the Rock Church. My name is Travis, Travis Gibson uh i usually just say travis for whatever reason i said let me just say my last name this morning and so good to see everybody my name is travis gibson welcome to the rock church so glad you're here i'm one of the pastors and um, i want to say hello to all of our locations san marco's joining us el cajon city heights chula vista rock church oahu and then everybody else in the room everyone joining online come on clap your hands greet your church greet your family say hello to your guests and your first timers Um, We're going to have a good time today. Every day in the house of the Lord is a good day. Can they get a good amen? Amen. But today is going to be really just a a, a blessing. And I think uh, God's going to break some things off some people today. Uh, He's going to come and break some some chains, break some shackles, break some pain, and and bring some healing in the room today. How many can need some healing at, at church this morning? All of our locations need some healing today. Absolutely. Uh, uh, before we get to the message, before I bring out my guest today, uh, a couple of things. One, on July 23rd, we're going to have a uh, all-church-wide baptism. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to Crown Point. It's going to be after church from 3 to 6. And I just think we need to have, I'm just putting it out there. I'm throwing this out there. Plan on coming. I, I think it's time to have the biggest outdoor water baptism in San Diego County history. Come on. I think it's time. All the campuses are coming together, Oahu, we just, you know, we'll live stream it to you, we'll figure it out. But we'll have some food afterwards, should be a great time. Uh, and, and then next week, we're starting two weeks on the topic of forgiveness. And so if you've been struggling with, with forgiving somebody or receiving forgiveness from somebody, or, or there's just bitterness in your heart, and it's hard to have a relationship with friends, family, and the Lord, because there's just, there's just bitterness, there's something there I want you to come the next couple of weeks. It's going to really help you and bless you. We'll unpack God's word together, and then on the thirtieth, everybody say the thirtieth, July thirtieth. Pastor Miles is going to start several weeks, a few weeks, on the topic of end times. End times. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh! What like, you got? The chills. End times. End times. End times. Yeah. Um, and, and here's how we got here. We're in this series called "We Need to Talk." And and we did a survey churchwide. Over 5,000 people responded. And uh, and you gave us the topics. We want to hear about this. We want to hear about this. We want to hear about this. And so we started with the Holy Spirit. We did three weeks on that. This is our third week in anxiety, depression. Has this been helpful so far? Hopefully it's helping you guys. Good, 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 good. good. Um, go go watch the other messages from the weeks prior. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. There's some great content on there. So go watch them. Um, and then also end times is one of the one of the things. You say, hey, I just want to know. I'm looking around, I'm feeling something, I'm seeing what's going on in the news and the media, just what I'm feeling in the world and the economy. I want to know, what's the end look like? What does God have to say about that? So on the 30th, Pastor Miles is going to be kicking that off, and I can't wait to hear about it and receive myself. Um, Today, we're in our last week on anxiety and depression, and we want to make sure that you get all the resources that you need. And so you can text the letters WNTT, it stands for We Need to Talk, to 52525 and you can get all the resources we've been teaching from some of the books that we've been reading there's a stress test on there for you um some of the resources you're going to get from today we'll put it on there as well so make sure you go you can qr code it or you can just text wntt to 52525 yeah anybody just ever throw a word out there and just text that number see what happens no okay well we, we put a lot of things out there uh it's good it's good. Uh, so we, we took this survey. You guys gave us a response. 55% of you said anxiety and depression was the number one. Everybody say number one. Yeah. The number one topic that you wanted to hear about. And here's what that told us. That just affirmed the reality that many people, the world, the church, in church, out of church, deals with anxiety, deals with depression. And so we, we, we went through God's word in the first week of anxiety and depression. I talked through First Kings 19 and, and gave you five things from the story of Elijah that he did, five mistakes that he made and that we often make that lead to anxiety and depression. And then last week, I gave you the second half of that story in First Kings where Elijah, he, he made five mistakes that got him in, but then he made five decisions that got him out. And, and I hope you receive this today that no matter what you've Uh, done in the past or decisions you've made in the past, mistakes, you can make new decisions by the power of the Holy Spirit to get yourself out. Uh, Jesus wants to set you free. And and today is going to be a little bit more of that. We want to break some things off, as I mentioned, uh, but we're going to do it differently. I'm going to interview a licensed therapist, a licensed counselor. She's a friend of the house. She's a friend of mine. Her name's Maddie. I'm going to bring her out here in just a second. Um, But we're going to unpack this together because uh, I want to, the goal is to bridge the gap between mental health and spiritual health. And don't raise your hand, but how many have just, just experienced that in certain faith circles the topic of mental health, anxiety, and depression gets gets a bad rap? Yeah. It's like, oh, you you struggle? I thought you went to church. You know, God is good all the time, and all the time. God's good. So why are you struggling, boo? Why are you stressed? Why you got anxiety? What's going on? But we read first Kings the last two weeks and we saw what well Elijah struggled. Elijah had anxiety, was depressed and sad, wanted to take his own life, but then so did Moses. Martha struggled, so did King David. And so I want to read these uh, verses to you, then we're going to bring out Maddie. This is Numbers 11. And Moses, the the people, the the, the customers are angry because they want meat. God's been providing manna from heaven, but they're like, we want meat. And so verse 13 in Numbers 11, where am I supposed to get meat for all these people? They keep whining to me. Saying, give us meat. I can't carry all these people by myself. The load is far too heavy. If this is how you intend to treat me, God, just go ahead and kill me. And Moses was stressed. Moses had anxiety. He said, Lord, just go ahead and take my life. It's a man of God. Uh, Martha was the sister of Mary Magdalene. Martha was the sister of Lazarus, who Jesus rose from the dead. And, And Martha, a lot of theologians think that she was one of the people that funded the ministry of Jesus. But she was stressed. She was worried with busyness in Luke 10. But Martha was distracted by preparing a big dinner. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? This is how you know she's sideways. She starts barking at Jesus. <laughs> she says, tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, 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 Martha. You are worried. How many are worried today? You're upset. How many are upset today? Over what? The details of the dinner? Supper? Just just the house stuff? We're just, what's going on? Stressed, worried. And then look at David in Psalm 38. He's just mourning over his sin because he's been disobedient in Psalm 38, verse 4 through 8. My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. I wonder how many people came to church today in San Marcos or El Cajon or City Heights or right here in the room, wherever you are, and you're just overwhelmed by your own sin, your own disobedience, your own addictions has got you just sad and depressed. Like a burden too heavy to bear, my wounds fester and are loathsome because of my sinful folly. I am bowed down and brought very low. My, my, my burdens have me physically low. All day long, I go about mourning, just, ah, ah. My back is filled with searing pain. Everybody ever have any back pain manifest because of the anxiety? Anybody ever just just cramps and headaches because of the stress? I'm bowed down. I go along morning. My back is filled with searing pain. There is no health for my body. I am feeble and utterly crushed. I groan in anguish of heart. The myth is busted. Godly people struggle. Christians struggle. Church people struggle. People in the world, they struggle. And Jesus warned us in, 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 in John 16. He says, I told you these things so you'd have peace. But in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart for I've overcome the world. Amen. You're going to have trouble. I'm, I'm warning you. I want you to have peace. But just know as long as you're in this world, I don't care if you're a Christian, you're, you're a bishop, you're a water walker or interpreter of dreams. You will struggle. You will have anxiety. You will have, but, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And that's why you came to church today, Rock Church, to receive help, to receive hope, to receive healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, clap your hands to thank the Lord that we have hope in the name of Jesus. He's the Prince of Peace. So I'm going to bring out Maddie to you. We're going to have an awesome conversation. We're going to do some ministry at the end. I think you're really going to enjoy. Uh, But Maddie is a licensed therapist, licensed counselor. She left her very, I I would say... Uh, lucrative, she wouldn't say this, but I would tell you that God blessed her and, and she was blessed. And she's left that to go and pursue all that God has for her. I hope that challenges you. And so now she equips churches, she's speaking, she, she operates in, in, as, as a prophet and prophesying and in building up the church. Um, her specific ministry is healing and deliverance. She's a bad girl, she's a bad woman. She's going to come out here. We're going to have some great conversation. I'm going to ask her five or six questions, questions I think everyone's asking, but no one's answering about anxiety and depression. So at all of our locations online, wherever you can in the room, would you stand to your feet? Would you clap your hands? Would you help me welcome Maddie Estonia right now? Come on, let's give her a hand. Come on. Let's welcome Maddie. What's up, Maddie? Yeah,
1: what's
0: up? Come on, girl. God bless you. Good to see you.
1: Good to see you. Good to be here, guys. Good morning.
0: Grab a seat. Grab a seat. Maddie, thank you for being here. I, I gave them, look at those boots. What, yes, girl?
1: Yes, you got to show up, you know? I'm gonna smash Satan. <laughs> I'm going to smash him, and I'm going to wear him. I'm, right. I'm going to wear him. <laughs> we're, we're doing Snake business boots. this morning, okay? Snake You boots. ready? <laughs> Snake
0: boots. Um, so I gave him a little bit of introduction of who you are, uh, licensed therapist, uh, licensed counselor. You left that. You're doing a lot of ministry. You're equipping yeah. churches. You, you, you prophesy in, into people's lives, you build them up. You were just here a couple months ago with our right. staff uh, on the topic of anxiety and depression right. before we even went into this. And it was just kind of unanimous, we, we need to talk to you and, and bridge this gap between spiritual health, mental health, because we just spent a couple weeks going through God's word, but there's some other stuff there that's gonna help people. So maybe just tell us who you are, who, who's your dad?
1: Who's my dad, Mickey Stoney, he's a yeah. pastor. Somewhere over here. Yeah, daddy-o. He's been a pastor for about 50 years now. So I've grown up in ministry. Half a century. (laughs) Yes. Come on. And uh, Pastor Miles is like an uncle to me. So I grew up with him and and his son, little Miles. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've loved the Rock Church. Been here since 2010. Been in all the different ministries. Uh, But my background and training is in mental health and therapy Uh, along with a lot of ministry. So I'm kind of a mix between like a preacher, prophet, therapist. (laughs) So you kind of get a mixture of all of that. But uh, my recent projects is a book called Redefining Mental Health and also have a nonprofit that offers um, healing with the Holy Spirit with a team of people I've trained. And then also speaking at corporate settings and church settings on mental health. So I'm so happy to be here and uh, you all are so beautiful. They're good looking, right? There's a good crew. I know. Best looking church in San Diego
0: County. Come on now. (laughs) Amen. Well, hey, uh, let me pray for us. And then we're going to jump into these questions I think are going to help some people. And I want you to take some notes and and, and write them down. You can screenshot some verses up there or anything you like. uh, And we'll get into it. Let's pray. Uh, Thank you, Father. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your church. Thank you, Jesus, for living for us and dying for us. And Holy Spirit, we invite you into this room. You're already here, and so it's your party. We're hanging out with you, but we yield to your ways and your presence. Would you speak to us and help us unpack this topic of anxiety and depression, and may many people be set free. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. 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 Amen, amen. All right, so my my first question I wrote down for you um, is what exactly is anxiety and depression and where does it come from? Because I got my pastor version of it and I was always thinking depression, it was just regret of the past that weighed us down and anxiety was fear of the things in the future that could possibly happen but there's more yeah. to it.
1: It's a little more complex than that. <laughs> it's, it's harder <laughs> but, than that? But it's a, it's a mood disorder, clinically speaking. Uh, but what's crazy is anxiety can, and depression can manifest in different ways in our life, like irritability, isolation, sadness, heaviness, uh, even sleeplessness, where, or even where we can't shut off our brain, where our mind is going 1,000 miles per hour and we can't sleep at night because we can't turn off our brain. That, that's a form of worry, Right or dread, and it's called ruminating thoughts, where you just ruminate. So, yeah. ruminating thoughts. Yeah,
0: uh, you've heard of ruminating cows. So livestock, they'll eat grass, they'll chew it, yum 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 yum, swallow it, yeah. throw it back up, chew it some more, yep, swallow it again, throw it back up in their mouth and chew it on again. So you may be a ruminating. Raise person. your hand. Person. Come on,
1: who does that? No, I no do cows that. cows in here, but
0: you've been, you've been, you've been chewing <laughs> yeah. on some, some funkiness a little bit lately. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, think about that person. And I would just, I wish, I, I'm going to put it right here. Laura's mm-hmm. back. I'm just back, Laura's mm-hmm. back.
1: Exactly. So so it, it's sneaky. We Sometimes we think like, oh, I don't have anxiety, depression, but it can be really subtle in our life and really permeate a lot of areas that we don't know of. But there's three distinct uh Areas where it stems from, in my opinion, one being family of origin, it could be a uh, mm. family history mm-hmm. where it's just mm-hmm. in your family line and, and it's in your environment growing up. Uh, it could also be from unresolved pain f- from, you know, where we've been violated in our love and safety. So those are two basic needs we have, love and safety as humans. Every human needs these That's two things. That's big. Yeah. E- everybody, whether yeah.
0: you've been in church your whole exactly. life or this is your first Sunday, or at one of our campuses, you haven't been back in a while, but you're here today, uh, everybody needs love and safety. And so practically, I I could be driving down the street, I get in a car accident, and and all of a sudden, I I have this feeling of of anxiousness, and every time I think about driving now, it brings me anxiety. Because my my need for safety has been violated. Sure, Wow.
1: exactly, exactly. And then lastly, I think of demonic influences. And then sometimes it's a mixture of all three. It right? doesn't have to be just one. So mm-hmm. it could be a mixture of all three, and and we'll get into this later, but we, we like to tackle it all, spiritual mm-hmm. and physical, mm-hmm. and you know we'll just take care of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to have time to pray at the end if, if there is uh, a need for healing from demonic influences and or healing physiologically. If there's chemical imbalances and we need healing, we're going to go after that too. So we're getting there.
0: Come on. Come yeah.
1: on. But also Amen. having… Anxiety and depression doesn't mean we're less spiritual. It doesn't mean that we're not a good Christian or that we don't believe God. It just means that there's areas in our heart where we need healing.
0: Right, right. So so, this is my second question for you. We we know Christians struggle. We see in God's word there are pioneers, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, generals in the faith, Moses, King David, Elijah, the prophet of prophets. We see women that were at the feet of Jesus, with Jesus in ministry, all Wrestling with anxiety, stress, wanting to kill themselves. God, take my life. So, why do then Christians who love the Lord struggle and feel far from God? I, I want to be close. I want to be set free. So then, why do I still struggle? Why do I feel far from God? Is it a result of my sin? Is I, I hear a lot of people going, maybe there's sin in your life. Is it a result of sin?
1: Right. Yeah. And going back to when we feel that distance, it's probably that need for healing, but. Uh, sometimes it's in subconscious belief systems. So our beliefs Im- impact how we feel and then how we act. So if I subconsciously am going through a hard time in my life or I don't like the way my life looks, I may be believing at a subconscious level, God doesn't care about me. He maybe cares, does good things for other people, but not me. I'm not worth it, right? We don't, we don't know we're thinking this, but if yeah. we take time and reflect and dive into it, then that belief about god will then make me feel rejected yeah and then it'll impact my behaviors and i'll withdraw from him and get into self-preservation mode and so all of a sudden it's this perception that god is far because i believe those things about him and so it takes time to uncover it does some of that because we don't know we're doing that
0: tell tell them about the thinking brain and the heart brain because these are new terms for me but you yeah. were sharing it with
1: me. Yeah, so also defense mechanisms can block our emotions. So if we, if we have too much pain or emotion that we feel is unbearable, our brain naturally just protects us and we get numb or we over-intellectualize. So we get in our thinking brain, which is executive functioning mm-hmm. and, and the front brain where we just have a logical reasoning of our pain versus emotional yeah. but there's also a heart brain which is in the limbic system and amygdala where it stores emotions memories body sensations and so we need we don't want to just engage god with our intellect but also in our heart brain as right. well
0: right i i love maybe we can put up the verse romans twelve two. Uh, i love this verse do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing of our mind but it's a, it's a, there's a holistic transformation yeah. happening. It's not just this front part where I'm reading declarations and it's just kind of hitting me here, but I'm not emotionally feeling it. It's a whole thing.
1: Exactly. It's a whole transformation. I know God loves me, but why don't I feel it? I know he's close, but why don't I feel him? Right? So there's a, a disconnect between our thinking brain and our heart brain uh, where, where we can actually access the presence of God in this deeper place more than just our thoughts. That's awesome. Which, that's what I want.
0: Come on now. Right? Come on now. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Uh, amen. 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 Uh, I, I want to invite people to our healing ministry. We have healing ministry every single week at most of our locations. And so we'll put that information also on, uh, uh, we need to talk to 52525, but you can go on our website and get that information. But we have resources for people. We, we want to help mm-hmm. them so that you can not just read God's word, but experientially yeah. have an encounter with God. That's right. Uh, the, whole, the holistic, yes. I'm going to transform my mind. I'm not going to do what the world does. I'm, I'm going to get the support I need. Uh, here's maybe one of the, the hardest questions I, I've heard from people um, Why didn't God heal me when I got saved?
1: Mm, yeah. When
0: I gave my life to Jesus, I came two weeks ago, I surrendered everything at the foot of the cross. What happened? I thought I was going to come and God was going to zap me and I was going <laughs> to. And it was just going to. You ever seen that thing at the fair? And you, go and you put the little. And you stand on it? I got to stand up for this. You stand on it and it just shakes the fat yeah. off of you? Uh, you seen that?
1: That sounds great though. I don't think it works.
0: I'm just saying. I don't yeah. know.
1: <laughs> it
0: would be nice. But some people feel like I'm going to come to church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go once. And then, and then shouldn't it come off of me? I, I, I bought the gym membership. I went once but I still look the same. Yep. Y'all can't relate with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I got, well, I, when I, I think of, me? yeah, I think of salvation is the starting line. It's like, woohoo. We're at Sa- the starting. Say that again. Say that again. Salvation is at the starting line, right? We have a lot of baggage. We have life is complicated. Emotions are complicated. Mm-hmm. Relationships mm-hmm. are complicated. Mm-hmm. So we come, we get saved, which gives us access to a supernatural healing. And, a God who was with us in the healing process. So wow. healing is a relational connection, a journey with right. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one and done. There are moments of breakthrough, which we're gonna go for today, yeah. but here's the thing, God, we get injured in relationships, we get wounded, we get violated in relationships, and so God mm. intends us to be healed in relationships. right? The enemy knows this. Right. So what does the enemy do when we get wounded? He, he, yep, he gets us to isolate and withdraw from relationships or just create really superficial relationships so we're not really vulnerable or authentic with right. people. So then the enemy knows we can't get healed.
0: That was awesome. That, that, that was worth the, the price mm-hmm. of admission right there. <laughs> Salvation is, is the starting line yeah. because we're all called to go on a journey with the Lord to know God. That's our mission statement, to know God, to grow in community, and then make a difference. Yeah. And, and so it's the beginning point for God to begin to do something. You were saved in a moment, but this process of becoming more like him and the power of sin coming off That's you right. is a journey. I love James five. Uh, 16, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Yeah. There's this relationship right. process that God allows us to have through the power of the Holy Spirit with him and with other people that he heals and Satan knows it.
1: Yeah. And it's both and, you know, we want the healing that God offers. Mm-hmm. And then it's the, God wants to walk with us through the valley. He wants to reveal himself as comforter father in the pain and not just wave the wand over us all the time, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's both and. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I know for a fact that we have, I have, I have friends, I have uh, close people in, in my life who take prescription medicine mm. and have struggled with anxiety or have in the past gone through a great um, tough time of grief mm. or loss of a, of a loved one and just couldn't get out. And, and they're either still taking it or I know some that are they're off of it. And so here's a taboo question, but I think it's important that we ask it for everybody today. Is it okay for Christians to take prescription medication while I'm dealing with anxiety and depression?
1: What I would say to that is any decisions we make, especially in our healing journey, is we wanna bring the Holy Spirit in our journey. We're all individualized. Start there. Yeah, Yeah. we we have so many different needs, different backgrounds. What's the origin of of our struggles? Where does it come from? So there's not gonna be an answer for everyone that's gonna fit this mold, Mm -hmm. right? So we need to ask the Holy Spirit. We need to bring people who are safe in our life, who know us bring them into that conversation and also professional help and bring them into that conversation. I know Dr. Amen was, was yep. here and, and such amazing information and research. So yeah. it's a combination and each of us are so different. So we need the gu- guidance of the Lord.
0: Yeah. When, when I tore my rotator cuff, I would be down here praying and, and worshiping. I went to our healing ministry. I received prayer. We yep. went for it. at times the pain would, 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 would weaken and go away. And I probably didn't help it by you know, messing, messing with it and being a little too active with it, um, but through a process, through physical therapy, and then also through uh, uh, an outpatient surgery, I went to a physician and, and God healed me. I believe God healed mm-hmm. me through the right. hands of a physician, yep. through the laying on of hands with prayer, yep. by faith and worship. God, God did all of that. Um, I love in First Timothy 5, and Paul's talking to, I'm not going to put the verse up there, but you can go read it, First Timothy 5, and he's encouraging Timothy, and he says, listen, you, you got stomach aches because the water's kind of nasty. Put something else in there to help your illnesses and your stomach problems.
1: That's so good. I'm like, wait a minute.
0: This is the apostle Paul. Like People would bring handkerchiefs that just, just touched you that had the power to heal, but yet he's giving people advice to get better.
1: Practical the, solutions. Practical solutions, yeah.
0: and so, so I love that we have that. It's mm-hmm. not the same for everybody, but start with the Holy Spirit. That's good. Start with the Holy Spirit. Um, can God still use people who struggle with anxiety and depression?
1: I sure hope so, <laughs> right? I sure hope so. <laughs> Can it get a good because, amen? Yeah. Amen. But what, what I think of it, being used by God is not our goal as Christians. Being with God. In say, our, that, say
0: that one more time. Being, say it again.
1: Being used by God is not our goal as Christians. Yeah. It's being in this intimate oneness with him and walking this sweet relationship.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I think of John 15, where when we are one with him, and we walk with him. Then we bear much fruit, which just means that you'll have a lot of good works and good fruit in your life that will glorify God. And yeah, but put, it put, comes, put that verse up there.
0: Put John 15 yeah, so we, we can read it to Yeah, comes from
1: just being with, one with him. And so we don't need to be worried about being used or building awesome things, but just be with him. It's, it's that relational connection that we are healed and that we are effective in the kingdom of God.
0: Yeah, I am the vine, you are the branches. Mm-hmm. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so the doing and the being a vessel for God is secondhand but also an overflow of the being. And so we do as a result of being. The fruitfulness is evidence of a life at the feet of Jesus. That's yes. why he tells Martha, Martha, you're worried and stressed about all the doings of the world. Mm-hmm. You wanna prepare a table for me? You wanna give me a meal? I'm so happy you opened up your home. But her sister, Mary, is at the feet of Jesus. Just, she, just here, she's just like yeah. this. She's hey. She's <laughs> hanging out.
1: She's hanging <laughs> out.
0: And you like that, like Yeah. So, and, and his, she's chosen the better thing to abide wow. To be, and from the being will produce a doing. The
1: relational yeah, evidence connection. evidence of being
0: with Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so uh, our, our last question, and then I'm going to show them something, and then we're going to do some ministry together. But I, I hope this has been helpful for you, but I want to ask, ask the last question. How do we move from managing my pain to healing my pain?
1: Yeah. When I think of managing my pain, I think of uh, behavior modification, where we're like, let's try to change what I'm doing, but not getting to the heart of it. And so we need to, to heal our pain. We need to get to the root, but we need the Holy Spirit to guide us to the root and not just dig in our closets and be like, all right, I got to empty this closet. It's like, no, 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 we have to do that. Just ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that you want to heal in my life? And where did this come into my life? And I actually have a resource for you all. We can't go through a full healing you know, right now together, but take 30 minutes. There's a resource they're gonna put on the, on the screen. Um, I, I, it, I, out of all the years of, of counseling and, and therapy, I created this process that you can do on your own with the Holy Spirit. And it's a bunch of questions. Uh, scan the code, put in your email, Confirm your email, and then we'll send you this. uh, It's a PDF of a few pages. And what this will do is you take 30 minutes, get alone with the Holy Spirit, and you just walk through these questions with Him. And He will speak to you because He wants you healed and set free more than you do. Come on. Right? So it does take some time, but the Holy Spirit wants to reveal Himself at the root and meet the needs and restore the violation of that love and safety. In In all of our lives.
0: So we've been having a conversation with our counselor. Go home, do the work, spend some time, and have a conversation with the counselor.
1: That's right.
0: Let the Holy Spirit do the work and reveal to you, what is it that I'm struggling with? What is it that I'm I'm wrestling through? Um, There are three things, three blocks that tend to get in the way of people's healing process. talk, Talk to us about that.
1: Three blocks that I've seen a lot with clients is, number one, fear. We think that the, the pain is too much or overwhelming and there's not a solution, so why even go there? So we have fear around our pain and then it just it stays there, right? Another one is we're fooled. We think that we're not really impacted. We don't have a much emotional awareness to I'm know. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, and then we're like causing. This is, this, this is normal, <laughs>
0: this is normal, I'm good, Yeah, I'm good.
1: And then we're yeah. causing casualties all around us, <laughs> right? And we're like, no, I'm good. So we're fooled that we need help. We need Jesus to heal us. And lastly, we befriend it. We make friends with our pain. It becomes our identity.
0: This one, this one, man, this one. I know. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it
1: becomes our identity and we don't want to break up with it. We make agreements and vows. Well, this is how it's always going to be. And Satan's like, perfect. That's exactly where I want you to be. Wow, Mm -hmm.
0: wow. I want to show you what this looks like, maybe practically. Um, Those those three things that that get in the way of, of blocking the healing process. We have um, fear that there's no hope for me. I've been battling this thing forever. It's just, why even try? Why am I even going to submit to the power of the Holy Spirit? I don't think it's going to work for me. Maybe somebody on our campuses, that's what you're you're battling through. Or or fooled, because you think you're good and and, and you just, you you pop off at the mouth constantly. You're always angry. You, You fooled yourself thinking you're good. Or you've befriended it. I'm just going to accept it. As long as I keep drinking, I'm going to be fine. And and what that looks like is is just all these different areas that represent my anxiety and my depression, my my anger because I'm, I'm, I'm so frustrated, and my sadness because of the morning, and we have these things in our life, and they're... We're blocked. We're not getting through the healing process. We're we're still managing, and managing just looks like this: pushing it down. And you walk into church, and God is too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> and then you walk out, and they're still there. Yeah. You, you come in, you sing the songs and you, you suppress it, you push it down, I'm managing my pain, I'm, I'm managing the, the anxiety for the kids, I'm managing the, the fear of losing the house, I'm just managing it, I'm not telling nobody, I'm, I'm stressed, but you, you, haven't, you haven't healed. Mm. But Jesus says, cast all of your anxiety on the Lord. I got you wet, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rid. <Ruud. laughs> Because we we come to church and we're just like, listen, I got all these issues. Pastor Travis, Pastor Miles, Maddie, can you fix me today?
1: Mm.
0: And Jesus said, well, this is a process. We're going to go for it today and people are going to get healed, but I want you to cast all your anxiety on the Lord for he cares for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So you're going to take as much time as you need. Um, In our conversation, we discussed the... Breaker anointing. Yes. Break some things off. Yeah. By the power of the Holy yes. Spirit. Yes.
1: So this is the fun part, right? <clears throat> so, we're we're I'm going to pray for you, and I've seen God heal so many people uh, through the process and supernaturally in the moment. And so this is the courageous part that I need some some uh, help from you guys. Is that I'm going to have you stand up if you need healing in some way. I want you to stand up, stand up now, stand up. If you need some healing, some freedom, if it's either healing from family of origin or unresolved pain, or if there's demonic influences, this is the time that the Holy Spirit is, I just feel Him even in the room right now. I want you to turn your attention to the Father right now because it's not about the person to your left or right. Look at how many people are standing with us. We all need breakthrough, we all need healing. And the Holy Spirit is here. So I want you to put your hands like this. You don't have to do anything. I have enough faith for you. You don't even have to have faith, right? I Mm. got plenty of faith for you for this room to experience and encounter the power of the cross. Let's go. So I want you to focus on Jesus right now as I pray for you. Holy Spirit, we just come. We thank you, God, that you are a deliverer, that you are healer, that you are the wise counselor, that you are our friend, that you are the father to the fatherless god you are here in this room lord although we can't physically see you your presence is here you say that you are emmanuel god with us and so i declare over this room that god is with you right now god is with you he sees your pain he knows your pain he knows how you're made he knows your genetics and your experiences He knows everything. He's been there with you all along. You've never, ever been alone in your pain. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So Holy Spirit, come. Come like a rushing wind. Come with your healing power, the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead, that raised Lazarus, Lord, that healed the blind. Oh, Jesus, we need you. We're desperate for you. We can't do this on our own. We need you, Father. Just put that on your lips. Say, I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I'm desperate for you, Jesus. And just say, come and heal me, Father. And so in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every tormenting spirit over your life, every spirit of depression, suicide, oppression, demonic influences, I bind every spirit from you right now and I take authority over that and I command you, enemy, to leave the people of God alone right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over every single person in this room. I plead the blood of Jesus that you would be covered. And enemy, I command you to back off and step back from your people. You have been defeated and you are dismissed from their life right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I just release a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit right now, that you would come where there needs to be physical healing in their uh, body, in their, in their brain, where there's been trauma. Go ahead and put your hand on your, on your head. Father, I release this group from the spirit of trauma right now. I bind all trauma and I command you to leave their limbic system and their nervous system. And I prophesy over you, and I declare over you that you are healed in the name of Jesus. Father, I release healing around this room, every heart, every soul, every body. Father, I release healing over memories, over emotions and belief systems. Father God, I thank you that your compassion is what moves you. Everyone put your hand on your heart. God, you say in Isaiah 61 that you have come to heal the brokenhearted, to comfort those who mourn and to bring joy in the morning. And so Lord, I release wave after wave of the joy of the Lord, that the joy of the Lord would be their strength, that you would be who you are to them. God, that you would fully express yourself. I command every eye and ear to be open to the spiritual things of the Father, that you would see him, that you would know him and that you would hear him intimately. And so, Father, we just praise you. We thank you. Jesus. It's that simple that Jesus died on the cross, so it's simple for us. We complicate things, God. And so, we just receive, just say, I receive your I receive healing. Your healing I receive your freedom. I receive your freedom because of the cross. Because of the cross. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah,
0: amen. 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 Come on, girl. Come on. I want you to bow your heads with me one more time. Let our campuses take your campuses right now if you need to. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you today. Thank you for the healing that we received by the power of your Holy Spirit. We also want to give everybody a chance to to meet you, Jesus, for the first time, to begin that starting point right now. And so there's somebody in the room watching online or anywhere else that needs to begin a relationship with Jesus because you just met the healing power of God and you need to meet the Prince of Peace, the author and perfecter of our faith, the one who died for us so that we can be set free. Because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Thank you, God. So with your heads bowed and eyes closed, if you need to give your life to Jesus to experience salvation, I want you to pray this in the quiet of your heart. Just say, dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I admit that I've struggled, but I believe that you love me and I believe that you died for me. And I confess you as my Lord. I confess you as my master, my ruler, my king. You're my prince of peace. Holy Spirit, fill my life. Break everything off me that doesn't need to be there. I confess you as my Lord. I love you. With everybody's heads bowed and eyes closed, if you prayed that prayer today, I just want you to raise your hand on the count of three so we can just celebrate your decision today. On the count of three, hands going up, you prayed that prayer, one, two, three, hands going up, good, 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 good. Awesome, 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 awesome. Awesome, awesome. Come on church, let's clap our hands, let's thank God. Let's welcome all of our extended family into the family of God.